Bruce and welcome everybody to another episode of Clubhouse MMA. My name is Josh and I am your host. Chris cannot be with us today due to doctor's orders. He has COVID potentially, probably not. He came back negative apparently, but he was still recommended to stay home and quarantine. So that's what he's doing. However, we're still here. I got my wife with us today again, and uh, we're about to cover last week's fights, which are, what was it? UFC... Fight Island, Fight Night, Morales versus Sanhagen. We're going to cover this week's news, everything that's been going on in the MMA world. And lastly, we're going to end up the episode going over next week's fights. We finally are getting Korean Zombie versus Brian Ortega, which took a little vacay since he lost to Holloway. Happy to see him back. But let's just jump right into it this week. And uh, yeah, so let's do it. Here we go. Starting right from the bottom, we have the fights happen on October 10th. Starting from the bottom, who's the first fight? We have Silva, Bruno Silva, and Tagir Ulambekov. Not really sure how to pronounce that, but it's all good. Shout out, though. <laughs> Shout out. Uh, that fight ended in a round three decision. Decent fight, but honestly, the first four fights of the night started kind of slow. The first two were kind of slow, Tagir and Bruno Silva, the one that Kayla just read. Um, so anyways, Ulan Bekov won via unanimous decision, so good for him. Continuing to the women's bantamweight, we, had, we did see this fight, yes. it's a good fight. Well, we saw the, all the fights, but you know, in and out. Uh, Tracy Cortez and Stephanie Egger. Now we gave her a shout out last week, we had her to win and she did win, in fact. Um, what did you think of the fight? I thought it was kind of slow. Um, it seemed like there were a lot of opportunities to throw punches and kicks and elbows that weren't taken. Like, maybe they were just kind of hugging it out at times. And I don't know if they were just... Maybe Cortez, I could see, was focused more on, like, holding her down, like, groundwork. Yeah, Cortez was looking more at the position before yeah. submission, you know, mentality yeah. where... I think I, I said it a couple of times during the fight, like, she seemed in her own head about things. Like, you could see her brain working, and she was just globbing on to the other girl. But in the end, I think Edgar had, like, a way longer reach than her. Yeah. So she was just trying to full body hold her down multiple times. But she got it. Yeah. It worked out. Kind of a slow fight, like you said. You know, everybody stayed on the outside. Uh, Tracy Cortez had three out of five takedowns. That's where she actually did her work and, and dominated the fight. Stand-up was okay, but that's where she won every fight was with the takedowns every single time, yeah. which didn't come super easy. You know, it wasn't like she was manhandling, you know, Egger at all, but yeah. it was a decent fight. We posted some highlights on our Instagram, so go check that out. Don't forget to give us a follow on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Clubhouse MMA Podcast. Continuing, we have the featherweight bout between Giga Chikatsi and Omar Morales. Mm -hmm. Just another round three decision. Yeah. I was worried. By that fight, I was like, are these all going to be slow? Is like nothing cool going to happen? But it did take off. Yeah, Omar was undefeated until that night. So we were looking forward to seeing him fight. He got a stroke two to one once again. Same with the uh, significant strikes. Giga, with a great performance, gets the W for that one. Didn't he have a lot of leg kicks? 
don't know. I would have to like look at the, at the stats for the fight for that one. I don't know why, but seeing both of their faces right now, like I just, I I thought Giga kept like chopping away at his leg, and I think yeah, Omar couldn't reach him the whole fight. Omar, yeah. you can tell that he was going for knockouts. You know, this was the fight where. Yeah, the one guy, Gigas, was throwing all the leg kicks, keeping Omar away. And yeah. Omar really, at round one, yeah. he was being super accurate. If you remember, round one, I was like, oh, oh snap, like Omar's going to knock him out. He's the, the uh, he Venezuelan was, guy. Yeah, yeah, he had powerful punches. Round two, stopped being so powerful and a little bit more reckless. And his counters weren't connecting as much. And then mm -hmm. round three, just it was over. the other guy just took off. Yeah, and, it was over by then. So it was a good fight. It's just, you know, it's one of those fights where you... You can tell what's happening and you're just kind of waiting for the end for the KO and it just doesn't come but well too like Morales his punches were solid right so I just kept thinking like ah if he connects in the right way the other guy's gonna go down and it just didn't happen yeah but good fight nonetheless what's the next fight uh Tony Kelly and Ali El Casey. El he is the the prince from somewhere in the Middle East. At least that's what he calls himself. Like I don't want to say their own country. <laughs> I'm but a princess. It's like something prince, and uh, he had a decent game plan. He wanted to take Tony Kelly down, and he did take him down five times out of fifteen attempts. But at the end of the fight, basically, he was just kind of running away because he didn't want to engage anymore and tony kelly he by wore the end, himself out <laughs> yeah by the end tony kelly had shut down all of his takedown attempts so yeah. all that was left was striking and ali didn't want it so the fight ended by tony kelly screaming like stop running yeah stop running that was crazy you you know pussy and all this <laughs> and then the fight ends and uh, as soon as the fight ends, bam, round, you know, round three, they kind of, you know how most fighters usually go and kind of like hug it yeah, out. Yeah, like, oh, that's so good. Out of respect, well, well, they go and the other guy goes like, why are you calling, you know, why are you saying I'm running and pushes yeah. him and then there was almost a fight Drama. break out. And then Kelly gets pissed. He's like, bitch, because you were running the whole fight. That's why. Yeah. And he walked away with a win, so. Like, you didn't want to fight. So, yep, either way, Kelly wins that one, moves up to seven to two. There's a baby we are recording at home. Oh, come here. This is our baby girl, Sereya. Alright, we gotta be quiet, alright? I love you. Alright, continuing on with the next fight. After this, the first four uh, decisions, the fifth fight, things kind of got a little bit heated between Impact and Sagne, which we had to win. He was undefeated until that point. And uh, Joaquin Buckley. That was an incredible fight. I like. I almost wish I had been video videoing Josh because when he knocked him out, you jumped out of your chair. Yeah, you I screamed. don't usually jump or scream during the fights, but I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, I like. That was incredible. I don't know. That was so, nuts. That was a round two KO. I'm sure everybody has seen it. That kick became viral that ninja shit for francis Ngannou. that was nuts just right like <laughs> off his body yeah honestly and it happened in round one every time joaquin buckley would throw a kick impa would kind of grab his legs yeah. for, for a minute and wouldn't let go until joaquin was completely backwards he was like so okay it was honestly bound to happen it happened in that round a couple of times and it happened in the first round also a couple of times so 
but pretty good fight and a pretty good display of respect between two fighters you know post fight too like the respect between the two of them is something that i can get behind yeah they I met that. they met at the airport because you know everybody's coming back from abu dhabi and they were just both very respectful to each other and just uh too professional so good win for joaquin buckley check our our uh, instagram we did post a handful of cakes i'll show you this one this is like an edited version Oh. I'll show it one more time. Grabs the leg. Oh. Damn. Everybody freaked out. Everybody was saying, give him a 200 One guy bonus. burned him. He burned his hand. Dana, didn't Dana say like, yeah, uh, Noguera. Noguera was hanging out with Dana that yeah. night, watching the fights live at Abu Dhabi. Mm -hmm. He just had his cup of coffee, like, like a good old, old man, <laughs> just chilling. And when the fight happened, he's like, ah! He, he straight actually, up has, like, like rap, what, yeah. second or third degree coffee burns on I don't his know. hands. He had a wrap and everything, because he actually burned his hands. He got so excited. But that was an exciting kick. And then, once again, you know, here's both men the next day at the airport, you know. Everybody was very honorable. Even Nate Diaz approves, you know. And you know if Nate Diaz... Wait, can we get it in the camera? I'm trying to put it... Put your put hand a, behind it. Oh. Look at us, like professional YouTubers. I've seen people on YouTube do that. There you go. <laughs> We're professionals oh. now. All right, so even Nate Diaz approves. So we can't even argue. Nothing else to say. Good fight. That was, you know, like Impa said, I don't know if he got KO, of, like KO bonus. I don't, we have to find out because I feel like I would be upset if Dana came up to me after a fight and was like, $200,000, yeah. we have a check, and then you're like, that's not for you. <laughs> yeah, if, if, He if, earned if, it. That was just insane. That's like, like, KO of the year. Yeah, it was pretty good. It probably will be KO of the year. Like, there's nothing else. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that was nuts. I don't know. Just on that note, since we're talking about bonuses and whatnot, we have performance of the night. Went to Corey Sanhagen. Went to uh, Joaquin Buckley, whom we're just talking about. Went to Tom Breeze, which we're about to talk about. And then to Chris Dowkow's heavyweight coming up. So all those guys got performance of the nice bonus. That's 50k. But like I said, I don't, I don't know if he's gonna get the 50k for a KO too. So I don't know. Hopefully he did. Hopefully he walks on with 100k yeah. plus. You know he uh, was, his, his he standard was so pay. So excited. This is what Kayla's talking oh, about. No, Dana went backstage. <laughs> So yeah, hopefully he got that money. But continuing on with the uh, prelims, the next fight was Chris Dowkaus versus Rodrigo Nascimento. Uh, incredible, you know, Dowkaus. The cool thing about him is that. He never did any major promotions. He went basically from a local circuit, like let's say Tampa, Miami fighting circuit, straight to the UFC. <laughs> to Abu Dhabi. <laughs> and every fight has been around one KO. Yeah. There's nothing else to it. So once again, another round one KO by Chris Dowkaus. 
uh, pretty good knockout. We do have it on Instagram, so ch go check it out. And then finally, Tom Breeze versus KB Bueller with a crazy jab KO. Um, yeah, round incredible. one, nothing much to say. Bueller only got two strikes in, and Tom Breeze got 18, and it was a jab KO. Yeah, it was pretty good. Once again, we do have it on our Instagram. Please go check it out. Pause it. Yeah, pause. Oh, thank God. Say right up. Say right, go to your brother. Go right now. Why? I love you, but you have to go. She's like pulling my shirt down, and I, I kept wanting to be like, can you, I can't get her off me because she's ripping my shirt off. Go with your brother now. And we are back. We had a <laughs> <laughs> we had a minor child crisis. Yes, yeah, averted. So she freaked out. I don't. We don't know why yet, but it's all good. We're back. Continuing. I think we finished the uh, prelims with Tom Breeze's jab KO. I think I said it. Check out our Instagram. We posted it. It's pretty, pretty incredible. Do you have a highlight of that on Instagram? I do. I did post it. I'm looking to. Right here. I got it. It's just a jab. Showing it on YouTube. Yeah, he just backs up. Wait for the jab. There, boom. Yeah. Done. Then he just jumps on him and just beats him until he taps out. So, pretty good jab. Pretty incredible. Good performance. He's been knocking everybody out. He only had a loss initially in the UFC, but since then he's been putting in the work and he, doing really good. He seemed pretty humble, too. Yeah. Okay. Pretty good guy. Regardless, continuing to the main event. Of the evening. Mm -hmm. Morales versus Sanhagen. Starting from the bottom, we have Ilya Tukura versus Yulev Salau. That was a decision, round three. That was a crazy fight. Uh, lots of scrambles, lots of submission attempts from every direction, from electric chairs to rear nakeds to arm bars to triangles, everything. I think total submission attempts, there were six. Yeah. And that's what the fight consisted about. They went on 15 minutes and only threw 70 strikes combined. So it basically was mostly rolling around on the ground and crazy scrambles. <laughs> cool fight. Not too bad. What's the next fight? You have it? Alan? I'm going to butcher his last name. Baudot? Is that correct? And Tom Aspinall? Aspinall. Yep. So Alan Baudot versus Tom Aspinall. Pretty decent fight. That I know, you know, that was another KO. Another KO by big boys. Those are heavyweights. Tom Aspinall looked good. I don't know. That was a quick fight once again. 17 strikes to 5. Not much to say about that. He got the one takedown in there for good measure, but that's it. I don't remember much else know, about I'm that fight. I'm trying to, like, nothing really stood out in my mind about that fight that I can recall. Yeah, uh, the next fight was in the middleweight division between Marcos Perez versus Dracos Duplessis. Whom should win just for his name. Yeah, pretty sweet name. <laughs> uh, he is from Africa, and he's calling out Usman and Francis Ngannou, calling them that you know, saying that they're not real <laughs> African fighters because, although they are of African descent, they either don't train in Africa or he's like born they were and in raised race. in Africa. Yeah, so he's saying, listen, I want to be and I will be the first fully. African champion, fully born, raised, and trained in Africa. He's South African, right? Yep, from South Africa. 
So he's not black. He is super white, blonde haired, kind of like French. Yeah. Kind of like that. I mean, Southern Africa. He was a cool fighter, though. Yeah, he was super cool, super energetic, super accurate. What was your accurate? He got 44% accuracy. So not super great, but. He threw a lot, though. Yeah, so, but he was, you know, regardless, he was a good fight. He kind of got caught Perez. Perez was about to do like a underhand elbow, kind of like a Yair, you know, Rodriguez KO, and he got caught behind the head with an uppercut. So, kind of unfortunate. It's a bad place to get hit if you're not expecting it. Yeah, but pretty good fight, and that was the debut for Drykus Duplessis. So I'm a fan, so I hope to see him fighting one more time. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's funny that, you know, he's calling out Marty right? Usman from Nebraska. Right, from Nebraska. Grew up in Nebraska and everything, but... The land of fireflies. But whatever. <laughs> Continuing, we had the heavyweight... Rothwell and Tibura. That, that fight, was like watching two giants duke it out. It was stupid. I don't think they knew they had legs because they basically don't, you know, they didn't throw any leg kicks. However, those two men broke the record for most strikes thrown. I mean, it's one of them. They might not be the most strikes, but at least second or third, something like that. Was it, what was what were the numbers? Total uh, strikes thrown. Total strikes was over five hundred. It was insane. Here, I've got to uh, put it up here. They didn't hit each other as much yeah Tybura had the better accuracy he was the younger of the two mm-hmm. Ben Rothwell had some hammers they both had hammers but Tybura basically took the win with the takedown once he got Rothwell to the ground in round three that was it there's nothing else to do Rothwell just stood there tired and he just well, kept getting beat up yeah. by it and you know he had like so much blood like oh, yeah. his face was a pulp well, the whole time, you know, they're, they're both two big guys, tired, and they're just kind of leaning on each other with... Smashing. Smashing big-ass punches, but yeah, good was win. It was, it was just... It was kind of a weird fight to watch. It's like, when is somebody going to pass out? Like, what is going on here? Really? But we have the... Uh, up next, we have the co-main event between who? Barbosa. And Amir Kani. <clears throat> I did not see this fight. So this fight was crazy. Although it went to a round three decision, it was an interesting fight. Macwan Americani is known as a crazy wrestler, kind of like a Khabib style. He will take you down no matter what. Like he will find you and take you down. He called out Edson Barboza, which nobody calls out Edson Barboza because he has all the kick highlights. You know that that kick that uh, that Buckley had. Yeah, yeah. He also has a kick like that, KO. Like off the chest of another fighter. You know the kick that Sanhagen has, KO, that yes. we're about to talk about? Yeah. He also has KOs like that. So He's nobody like, I calls... taught you all you know. <laughs> yeah, like there's a bunch of memes on, on Instagram, kind of like, you know, like the guys like drink, drinking something. is uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. He's yeah, sitting back on the couch and then he goes like, <laughs> like spits it like, oh, I know that. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Anyways, pretty good fight. You could tell what the strategy was in that one. Amir Kani really wanted to counter Barboza's leg kicks and go for a takedown, kind of like Khabib did. And I think that's why he called him out. He's like, listen, if Khabib took him down, I'm just as good as Khabib and I'm about to prove it. And I'm going to take him down, except... That's not what happened. It didn't work out. Round one, Amir Kani didn't do anything and Barboza stayed on the offensive, throwing strikes, attacking... And Barbosa's leg, he said it, he's like, listen, I wasn't worried about throwing kicks. I was worried about retracting my kicks. Yeah. Like, he, he didn't want to throw a lazy kick. It was the moment he did, dude. And Barbosa's leg kicks on round one were whips. Were they? 
incredible speed. Like the guy was, that's all he was looking for. He was literally just waiting for leg kicks to go for a takedown. And uh, anyways, round one, Barboza wins it because Americani got, you know, was told just sit back, be patient. Round two, Americani came in a little bit more aggressive. Barboza countered well. Several takedown attempts with Barboza, bro. He was ready to sprawl at a mm. second's notice. The moment Americani did anything, Barboza wasn't in a incredible sprawl. So. Do you have any highlights for that? No, I have some pictures on Instagram. I feel bad. I missed that. Fl- that was literally when I was putting the baby to bed. She yeah. was like, okay, right now. So I missed that one. Yeah. No, the uh, I didn't put yeah. any video highlights, but for sure it's a scroll down a bit. Yeah, just some, some picture highlights. Again, at the end of the day, Barboza won all three rounds decisively. Nothing else to say about it. I feel bad for Amir Kani. You know, he couldn't execute his game plan, but Barboza looked incredible. Yeah, <laughs> is that a video or is that just a? Uh, no, it's a still photo. Just a, oh, I took a screenshot of that <laughs> video to give you guys the best content. But uh, no, I did take a screenshot because that you know that's what the fight was about. It was about Edson countering Americani and, and he looks serious. And by round three, there was no takedown. So that was literally Barbosa's game plan was to attack without getting taken down, and Americani's was taken down. So striker won that one. Yeah. Okay, we got to talk about. The main event. The main event in the Which bantamweight did division. did not disappoint. Yep, we have Marlon Moraes versus Corey Sanhagen. Round two KO. The phantom kick. That kick was so fast that uh, I didn't know what it was for a while. It I... took me a minute to find a replay somewhere that it would actually show what happened. And yeah. even in the replay that I found, it happened so fast that it looks like it looks like it just like the backside of the leg there. hits him but in reality the heel, heel the heel hits him in the head but it happened so 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 fast it's here yeah yeah it's down it's that one okay you want me to show them yeah let's show it up real quick with volume oh so our listeners Boom. yeah you can't even tell it happened so and fast and then he's like okay i guess some more there here you Slow deserve mo- the whole thing spinning heel kick Again, even that you have crazy. to pause so you can actually see what happened. Most people are, are saying it is a, the kick that it is not, but it is a spinning heel kick because mm-hmm. he got hit by the heel and they right here in the middle stuns Morales. He kind of tumbles backwards. Sanhagen jumps on him. Just the way he runs up after him too, like everything looks very well orchestrated. Yeah. He doesn't even move his arms. He like penguin shuffles up to him like, oh, I gotcha. <laughs> Well, you gotta be careful for the down kicks too. You never know. But the referee right. stepped in right away and stopped the fight. It was that was unexpected. Something pretty cool about Corey Sanhagen is that they asked him in the post fight, "Hey, you know, was that your game plan?" Because they always ask, "Was that exactly yeah. your game plan?" He's like, "No, I'm a, I'm a, I'm an open fighter. I'm a freestyler. I honestly step into every fight with an open mind. I don't know what I'm to going do. to do." Well, some guys like you know Barboza knows that the other guy's a wrestler. So you know the wrestler is going to wrestle. Yeah. He's open to anything. So you want to do grappling? Let's grapple. You want to strike? Let's strike. So just kind of interesting because most guys go in there with a, with a game plan, you know, whether they throw it to the side like my parry or decide to, to stick to it. I know. think if Morales had hair, we would have known immediately because it like <laughs> his bald ass heel over his bald ass head. Nobody saw anything. <laughs> yeah, it was a pretty good KO. But I think that concludes the recap. you have anything else for those fights? Um, I don't think so. Okay, I think that concludes the recap for UFC 
Fight Island number five, UFC Fight Night Morales versus Sanhagen, and UFC on ESPN like 35. Who knows? You see that? All those names. Isn't that crazy? What? You weren't paying attention. <laughs> All the names for, for UFC, they had like UFC Fight Night, Morales oh, versus oh, Sanhagen. The titles. It was also UFC Fight Island 5, and it was also UFC on ESPN. Yeah, yeah. I was up. paying attention. Everybody, <laughs> it's <everybody>, on camera. <laughs> everybody's just trying to get a, a you know a pie of, of yeah, the yeah. promotion. But anyways, let's talk about some news real quick. Not much going on other than... Uh, Dern got a fight. Dern got a fight. Yep, she did against... I posted that on Instagram. Did you? I literally What's just the date? That. I have it... So it's going to be Mackenzie Dern versus Jen Deroba. Mackenzie is ranked 14. Jen Deroba is ranked 15. They're going to be fighting on UFC 256 December 12th. So pretty excited. They are both black belts in jiu-jitsu. Jen Deroba is coming off a uh, first-round submission against Herrig and is on a two-fight win streak. So she kind of deadly. looks like... A scary beast monster. And she I'm is a scary afraid. beast monster. I'm, I'm surprised afraid. Dern would take that fight. She's been saying she wants to show off her striking and right? all this, and now she takes a, a fight against a known grappler that she will grapple. That is it. So, other than you know, to cement your name as the best jujitsu female in the UFC, well, I suppose there's really no reason to take that fight. I don't think anybody really wants to refuse a fight right now either you know with everything that's been going on dana's like you don't want to fight don't fight i'll get somebody mm-hmm. else who well, will. He, he's making an example of like the number three and four ranked guys in the division with Poirier yeah. and ferguson you don't want to fight no and I'll give those... it to the next guy oh you don't want it either i'll give it to the next guy yep i oh, wouldn't you... refuse the fight i'll give either. it to a brand new guy from bellator who cares right so anyway so pretty happy for mckenzie during looking forward to that uh Nate Diaz makes fun of Connor and Poirier because uh, he's pretty much saying, I already smoked both of those guys, Connor and Diaz, <laughs> and Connor already smoked Poirier. So, what are you guys doing? He's like, It's just a friend's fight. That's not a real fight. It's just friends hanging out. So, that's that. It's and a then, charity fight. And then Connor calls. So, then what happened is some people are saying, oh, Poirier, Connor is underestimating you. He just thinks you're like a whatever fight him. And then Poirier comes out saying, listen, I get it. He is wanting to get a warm up fight, a warm up fight against a Southpaw because mm-hmm. he wants to fight Manny Pacquiao. And Poirier is a Southpaw. So, he said that kind of like out of spite, like, oh, Connor. Yeah. And Connor's like, correct. You are my warm up for a Pacquiao fight. Getting into his head for already. For a Manny Pacquiao fight. Right? Yeah, literally. Connor's like, yeah, you're He's right. He's like, I already, I, I already beat you. I already beat you. This is just another warm up, another Southpaw. We're going to box in there. And then Poirier's like, and box we shall. Okay, so we'll see. Meh. <laughs> Meh. <laughs> So, anyways, looking. For, I'm honestly looking forward to that fight, Connor versus Poirier. Connor destroyed Poirier back in D-Day. Uh, Poirier looks a lot bigger and sturdier, and you know, stronger than Connor. So, so we'll see. Looking forward to that fight. Was there not drama with Khabib? There's always drama with Khabib. Lately, Khabib just did an interview in which he talks about Tony Ferguson. They asked him about Tony Ferguson. And he's basically saying, listen, Tony is washed up. He's done. 
he was on a 12-5 winning streak and we respected him but he is a stupid stupid guy because they asked him hey what did you think of tony doing a double weight cut he's like stupid i i, I respect the guy he's a good guy good fighter but stupid guy basically that i mean that was verbatim and if you're listening on the podcast that is not a recording that was me imitating khabib um so basically we own all the rights to that <laughs> so basically tony said that tony is finished as a fighter he's probably on this next fight he's gonna lose again before he wins and yeah so he just thinks tony just doesn't train smart or whatever yeah so he's just not interested in tony like ugh, like you lost peon get out of here but dana is saying that he might get tony for his very last fight so who knows he's like here eat this <laughs> i mean nobody wants to fight khabib the big fight would have been Connor, and that's where everybody was heading to. Even Khabib said that he would fight Connor, but now with everything that's going on with Connor, Khabib's like, even if you give me five billion, I will not. Literally, he just said that five billion, he won't fight Connor. So Connor's kind of off the table right now. Ferguson's off the table. Poirier is off the table. Of the table. Who else is he gonna fight? A bear. Another bear. <laughs> Start with a I'll bear, ends bear. with a bear. This time, a wild. A brown American brown bear, grizzly bear. Yeah, not like the tiny bears they got yeah. in Russia. No circus bears. Yeah, no, none of those little <laughs> clown looking. Don't and, drag us on the internet, Peta. <laughs> anyways, and then Tony fires back at that, saying some weird stuff that nobody really understands on Twitter. <laughs> I, I would, I would like to say what the essence of what he said was, but I really we're couldn't just, figure it out. We're still trying to work it out just he's just saying i'm coming for you some so, you know something like that could you uh, clarify and then khabib's like listen tony i'm not fighting with you you can fight makachev which is uh, one of khabib's teammates islam makachev mm -hmm. and aliyah Beldasi offered khabib a hundred thousand dollars cash to show up and a hundred thousand dollars cash if he beats makachev as a separate pay as a hey tony fight our guy come fight our guy makachev who Ali, he's the manager for Khabib, the manager for Gaethje, he's the manager for Henry Cejudo. So he he offered to pay Khabib to fight. To pay Ferguson. Because Khabib doesn't want Ferguson. That's done. Yeah. So Ali Abeldasi told Ferguson, hey, Ferguson, because Islam is coming up in the rankings. Yeah. Khabib's about to leave, so they want Islam to be the new champ, essentially. That's kind of the game plan. So they're offering Khabib, hey... Khabib, or hey Ferguson, since you don't want to fight anybody, he didn't want to fight Poirier for not enough money, doesn't want to fight uh, Connor either, doesn't want to fight anybody. Maybe it's not the money, maybe he's just really done, you know? And he he didn't want to fight Michael Chandler, he only wants to fight for the belt, you know, and I get it, you know, these guys have been in the UFC for 10, 12 years. Yeah, but that's not how that works. But he lost. He has to get a fight back to win. And, and that's what they're telling him. So Ali Abeldazi, whatever you say his name, offered Tony Ferguson $100,000 to show up. I checked. They, he, they even posted on Instagram. 100K, he says, Islam money to show. And then it says, <laughs> and then another check. And then Islam money to win. 100K. That's insane. That's on top of what the UFC would pay Tony Ferguson. And which Ferguson is, said no? Yeah, he said no. He's like, screw you guys. I ain't taking that. I'll do it. He's like, take your bribes and something. He went off again. So Pick me. I'll lay in a ball. So we don't know. I don't know who he wants to fight because that's basically top five people. Everybody. I mean, Tony's fought everybody. And I get it. He, Tony has fought everybody. There's nobody else to fight. 
So, anyways, he's in a kind of a bad spot, but mm-hmm. regardless, that's the drama between Khabib, Tony Ferguson, and Aliyah Baldassi. Continuing the uh, constant drama, we have Adesanya. There's more drama? There's always drama between Adesanya and John Jones. The last thing that... Obviously, a lot has come out of that, and I haven't been posting all of it because it's honestly childish to some point. So I kind of stopped posting about, about that. But even John Jones said today, listen, I'm putting that beef on ice. Yeah, it's bad when Jones is like, I'm all done. Yeah, even just like, all right, buddy. Like, he's, he's like, like, if you don't want to, he's like, I'm all for hyping a fight. I'm all for, you know, getting followers and all this, but I'm done giving you followers. Yeah. And, you know, whenever you want to fight, let me know. It's like, we're running your mouth already. Basically. And, you know, I want to, and I, I like his quote, I'm, I'm putting this beef on ice. He's like, I got bigger fish to fry. I'm going heavyweight. There's no way I can fight you right now. Like, yeah. man, you don't want to come up. So now Adesanya posted the same tweet that John Jones put. Would you guys be upset if I went up and grabbed the belt? Because now Adesanya wants to go up to light heavyweight to to take the belt there from Jan Blachowicz. He hmm. is all over the place. Yeah, he's kind of... He really is. Like, he's got so much to prove. Israel, to himself, To himself really. that he's just like, he goes after everybody. <laughs> yeah. But I think, obviously, if he goes up in weight, he'll do fine. He's like 6'4", and yeah. he can also just put a muscle and be all right. So I think he is a great fighter, but he ruins it with his yapping. But he's saying, hey, I'll go up to 205, but not to fight John Jones. Like He's like, I'll <laughs> fight him, except I will not. Only in the street. Oh, I will definitely get you, but not yet. Except for not. I mean, at the, end, at the end of the day, when they, whenever they do fight, it's going to be a massive fight. You know what I mean? They're doing all the build-up for it. There's tons of footage already for that fight, so so we'll see. Anyways, continuing real quick, Adesanya also talked shit about our boy, uh, Clubhouse MMA friend Marvin Vittori, the Italian stallion. What? Saying that after their loss, Marvin Vittori came to them trying to join their team in humility because he understands he's never going to be able to beat Adesanya. And Vittori responded. He's like, shut your mouth, boy. He's like, I only said that. I The only thing I said was, if I'm ever in town, meaning New Freaking Zealand. Yeah. He's from Italy, by the way, Marvin Vittori. He's like, yeah, if I'm ever in town, I'll drop by out of respect for your coach. Because your coach is a legendary coach. Yeah. And I have no beef with him. I hope he would take me and have a fighting, a training session. Who cares? Right. But he never said that he was in a switch team. He never said that he understands he'll never beat Adesanya. He's like, in fact, I will see you 2021, boy, because Vittoria hasn't lost a fight, and nobody wants to fight him either. Uh, Clubhouse MMA started a campaign to get Vittoria a fight, and he finally got it against Jacare Souza, which makes me sad because I love Jacare, but against Vittoria, baby, Vittoria has to win this fight. So there's that, and then I think that's it. I think that's all the big news, the major news that's been going on in the world of MMA. Let's jump into next week's fights, which is what? UFC Finite? Yeah. Saturday, October 17. 4 p.m. Yep. Yeah. Oh, quick reminder, guys. Uh, Bellator weigh-ins just happened, and Chris Cyborg, that used to be in the UFC, yeah. uh, is fighting. Woo. So Watch out. <laughs> I'll be posting something about they just had weigh-ins today. Fights are tomorrow, Friday, Friday the 15th. So I'll try to post something about that, but I'm looking forward to seeing Chris Cyborg. I didn't know she went over to Bellator. Oh, she got kicked out out of the UFC, pretty much. 
when she, when she lost to Nunez, yeah. the UFC was like... They were like, skedaddle. She's like, I won't even re-sign on. They're like, we don't want you. They're like, we're glad you feel this way. <laughs> <laughs> he just makes this a lot easier. <laughs> An awkward conversation, less awkward. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, she kind of got kicked out of the UFC. And Dana was never too kind to her. Even like Joe Rogan drama, calling her a dude and all this stuff. And Anyways, it is what it is. She's happy back in Bellator and she's doing good. She's fighting. I got her to win, obviously. How can you bet against uh, Chris Cyborg. Cyborg? She's a beast. She but, trains hard. Yep. Okay. Going to this weekend's card, USC Fight Night, Ortega versus the Korean Zombie. Also, USC Fight Island 6. We will be covering it live as it happens via Instagram and Twitter. If Chris wants to post. I'll post something on Twitter too, though. Starting from the bottom, on the prelims, we have Said or Sed Nurmagomedov versus Mark Strileg. Uh, long story short, Said Nurmagomedov is one on one in the UFC and he is Khabib's cousin. What gave it away? Nurmagomedov. <laughs> I had to, I had to uh, double check that because, you know, there's a lot of people with that name, but. Yeah, it's pretty common. He'd be <laughs> up there in, in Dagestan, it is. So uh, he beat Ricardo Ramos, but then he lost to Barcelos. So here he comes once again against Mark Strelick, whom is doing his UFC debut. So we'll see. I was like, he doesn't even have a picture. Yeah, and I, when that happens, it's usually because they don't. It's just their UFC debut. I'm like, Mark, Mark, you look like you need to cut some weight. The UFC hasn't <laughs> fully committed to them yet. They're like, we might still, <laughs> we might still cut you. But that's that. Uh, what's the next fight? The light heavyweight between nope you got these names yeah let me pull it up maxim mira it's here oh antigula versus grecian did i i'm still trying to work out how to pronounce that first name and i'm hoping he has a nickname <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna call him god oh god <laughs> yeah antigula i got antigula to win this one he is the younger in that one. He's coming off of a loss to Paul Craig, though. He got submitted, but just, you know, in round one. And then he also got a loss against Michal Oleksjak, something like that. But Antigulov should get this one. He is a better striker, I, I feel. But the First. fights that I am excited, though, here in the, in the prelims, we have... Let's Jamie... See. So, Jillian Robertson versus Poliana Botello. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for that fight. We got some notes on that. Let's see. Botello is coming off of one win. And Robertson is also coming off of a single win. Botello's single loss came to Cynthia Calvito. And uh, Robertson lost to Macy Barber, our girl. So, I don't know. That should be a fun fight. Botella is one of the previous UFC female fighters, for sure. And, uh, yeah, I kind of lost that. She lost that one fight against Calvillo. She kind of got handled in that fight. Her wrestling is not the very best. And Jalen Gilbertson, which we saw live. Every time I try to zoom in to, like, creep on people's faces, my phone shuts down. They're like, no thirsty girl. It's like, no creep. <laughs> But yeah, we saw her fight, and she's very uh, submission-heavy. Who is? Jillian Robertson. Okay. The, uh, the redhead from Canada that we saw in Tampa. Oh. She dyed her hair pink. 
Yeah, so that was a, uh, that's a pretty she cool fight. She was beastie, too. Yeah, she is. She is. She's swollen. She's really good in the ground, too, but I don't know. I got, I would like Botello, Poliana Botello, to win this fight. I'm going to bet against you. Are you? I'm going <laughs> to bet against you just for the fight. <laughs> All right, another fight that I want to see is they park Young Young in the middleweight division versus John Phillips. Phillips is coming off of a loss. Park is coming off of a win. Phillips' loss was to none other than Chimaev. Okay. Last fight island. Hamza Chimaev. Remember, like yeah, one, yeah. he was one of the guys that got mulled over in under oh. seven days by Chimaev. Okay. So hopefully, you know, I want Park Young to win. <laughs> to win? Park Young to win? <laughs> I want Park Young to win. But... I really would like John Phillips to win just because, you know, he got a really ugly loss. Sounds like you've got some conflicting wants. Well, I just think Park Young is going to win. My, you know, my, my brain says Park Young is going to win. However, John Phillips getting mauled like that by Hamza, I kind of, I can't wish him to lose. You His know what traps I mean? look like they're going to win on their own. So, who, John Phillips or Park? Park. Yeah, His Park. traps are like, like... Yeah, Park is beastie. That's what I'm saying. Park lost to... I think he only lost to Hernandez. Yeah, to Hernandez via submission. And then Cowboy beat Hernandez. So, anyways, I got Park Young. Kind of feel bad for John Phillips. <laughs> I hope he wins. Underdog. That's going to be in the middleweight division. All right. And then that is it. In the main event, we have a handful of cool fights. We have Jimmy Crew. Versus Modestas Bukaskas. Bukaskas is coming off of a five-fight winning streak. Uh, just one in the UFC, though. Our kids are making noises. <laughs> There's a UFC fight island in our living room right now. We must hurry. <laughs> um, fighting against Crew, who is a light heavyweight coming off of a win. And I guess I kind of I have Crew winning that fight. Are they still? Oh god, our time is limited. Right. Continuing I think, on. I think I have to go out there. You might have to. We'll see. Guys, I'm sorry. Yeah. All right. Literally, so. I hear elbows being dropped. Kayla is going to be vacating the uh, studio for a minute. Oh Jesus. All right. Continuing to the co-main event of the evening, we have Caitlin Chukagian versus Jessica Andrade. We know Jessica Andrade beat. Yeah, I'll just center this a little bit. A little bit. There you go. We know Jessica Andrade beat Rose Namajunas. And then Rose beat her right back. Um, and Andrade also lost to Zhang Weili. No, you know, no shame in losing to any of those two ladies. Zhang Weili is the current champ and should be fighting Namajunas whenever they figure that out. I don't understand what's taking so long. And uh, Kaylin Chukagian is coming off of a single win. And she lost to Shevchenko, current champion Shevchenko, lost to Jessica I, but has wins against Antonia Shevchenko and has wins against Maya and Joanne Calderwood. So, Kaylin Chukagian versus Jessica Andrade. I'm going to have to go with Kaylin Chukagian on this win, on this fight. I think Kaylin Chukagian has the better ground game. She is, has the uh, height advantage by 7 inches. And usually fights at a higher weight class. So I think Kelly Chukagan will get this one being the bigger girl out of the two. 
Lastly, our main event of the evening between Brian T City Ortega versus Chan Sung Jung, the Korean Zombie. This is an incredible fight. The Korean Zombie is coming off of two wins in a row. Kayla has come back to the studio. Anyways, the Korean Zombie is coming off of two wins. Recently, he beat uh, Frankie Edgar and Moicano, which was a really good fight, and he destroyed Edgar. His only losses really have been to Aldo, which obviously there's nothing wrong with that. And he lost to Yair, which is pretty horrible because that was kind of a BS loss. He was winning all the fights, all the rounds, until the last second Yair goes with the uh, KO that he kind of like turns under. He just kind of like a spinning underhand KO. It was a great KO and knocks the Korean zombie out. Kind of bullshit KO. Yeah, you lost that fight, but but either way, between Brian Ortega and Chen Sung Young, who do you got? Ortega hasn't fought since December 2018. He was in the a, Korean zombie, right? The Korean zombie, yeah, Chang Sung Young, yeah. Ooh. He's beast, like I say, he's coming off a two-fight winning streak. His last loss was to... I think he's going to win. You think so? Yeah. The Korean zombie? I'm just basing that off of the only thing I know about him, which is his name. The Korean zombie. Dude, he's beast. <laughs> I, I think he bought... He looks like a killer. Yeah, I think he's... He's chiseled. <laughs> I'm excited to see him fight versus Ortega. Ortega has been taking a break since he lost to Holloway, since he got wrecked by Holloway. That was a while ago, right? December 2018. Yeah, so, okay, Brian. Good luck. Yeah, so hopefully he doesn't have any ring rust. But at the end of the day, when you get that much damage, probably taking a big layoff is one of the best things yeah, you can do. Maybe he'll come back stronger. and It's not like he's just been sitting there doing nothing the whole time. Yeah, he took his little break. He healed up. And then he said it. He's like, honestly, I'm glad I lost because I had lost the passion. He was undefeated until that point, 14-0. and zero. He's like, I wasn't getting butterflies i wasn't excited to train anymore so i'm glad i kind of got ko'd and it ignited the spark again yeah so training becomes a little bit better that's why it's so impressive when guys are undefeated and yet they still manage to find that motivation to to keep winning you know yeah a lot of people are just happy to to get a win just make it to the ufc is good enough to some guys just getting an interim belt is good enough to some guys getting the belt once is enough you know what i mean like or they do it for so long too that they're like cowboy where they're literally just there and they're like ah i don't even want to be doing this like during the fight i'd rather be somewhere else right now yep debating with yourself so Mm -hmm. i'm glad he took a break i hope he looks incredible i i kind of want the korean zombie to win i kind of feel bad he lost against yari rodriguez the bs knockout redemption so hopefully he's looked incredible in his last two fights and then again you know brian ortega i love the guy but time to go i think he uh, he can take one more loss (laughs) against the korean zombie so so that's my pick i got the korean zombie i got kaylin kaylin chukagan i got jimmy crew and then in the prelims the fight that i care about i care about everybody but the ones that i want to make picks on are julian robertson versus poliana botello i want poliana to win uh the ginger's gonna take it i don't know we'll see she might she loves to just shoot 
all the time, like shoot takedowns all the time. Park John Young versus John Phillips. I got Park and uh, Sednu Margamedov. I really haven't really cared for most of his fights. He didn't look great his last fight either, but we'll give him a chance. We'll see if he comes back with the win for this one. But I think that is it for this week's episode. Thank you for joining us. We apologize for all the uh, interruptions and screamings and crying and talking over there. You know, it's real life, y'all. It is real, real life. life. We this are real people with real crazy children. At Corona times, and uh, yeah, so we appreciate you guys staying with us. Thank you for the support. Don't forget to give us a follow on social media. We have our Instagram is popping. Go there and join the conversation. We have tons of people commenting every week. Tons of conversations. Uh, go follow us on Twitter and our YouTube. This video will be on YouTube. Not live this week. We're gonna we're trying something different, and it might be in sections because we've had to pause <laughs> multiple times because of our be kids. <laughs> my name is Josh. This is my wife Kayla, and uh, this is Clubhouse MMA where we don't just talk about it. We are about it. <laughs> Thank you. Bye.